coming back to election budget. So goodies, okay, not direct, but they are, they are looking at the upcoming Selangor, Naguri, Sembilan. Uh, I mean, what, what do you make of this election budgets? I mean, it, it, okay, it, is it a budget that pre- preserves status quo, meaning we're still going to take care of civil servant, for example? We're going to ensure PTPN people are not forced to pay back that quickly because these are the status quo voters they need. Well, I think to a certain degree, yes. But I wouldn't say it would be effective to target mm. like the green wave. So do those people, do, do you feel like... Okay, now, now let's talk about green wave for a while because I, I think this is something... Yeah, we, we saw the green wave you know, in, in, in northern part, in, in the east coast part. Then of course, there, there is a clear demarcation to certain religions, race, but also locality. I, I think there's a, there's a bit of urban rural kind of divide. But what exactly is Green Wave? I mean, how, how would you frame it in terms of in terms of what, what, what are the demographic of voters they're going for? Malay Muslims. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, obviously these are the group of people who are more attracted to certain theology mm. that is being sold by past. So do you, th- you think it's a more religion-driven? I would say yes, I think, but I think it's more moral mm. standard sort of issues because like what well, Anwar Ibrahim, he alluded that there is corruption issue, there's lack of transparency. Mm. So that, that's why Malaysia's corruption index fell. But then you also have like Hadi that mentioned about, mm. well, I mean, this party might collapse. I mean, this whole government might collapse very, very soon. So I think maybe there's some truth it will look in yeah. between the lines. So maybe what the opponent is suggesting is that you have not really tackled the main issue here, yeah, which yeah. we are selling to our, I mean, obviously our mm. young voters here. So, I mean, there's certain moral standard because again, going back to like wokeness, false awakening, mm. there's certain social justice that is felt by, yeah. I mean, quote unquote justice that is felt by the young voters so you're not technically really addressing this whole thing because there is no transparency mm. how you're going to manage this whole handout. Yes, the handout is not being given like directly, like cash handouts, but it's still a handout nonetheless. So maybe it will be appealing to the urban areas, but not quite mm. at the rural areas. So I think there is still that sort of um, season that is really mm. appearing. But it's so, so interesting, right, that the the green wave, I'm talking about the, the party behind it, Basatu and Pass and others, they themselves are in the business of handing out and now they're being investigated for that. I <laughs> so, mean, politicians always talk what they want. Right? So it's like, it's like the pork calling the kettle black kind of thing. And But here's the thing, and you, you made a very interesting observation that the wokeness, because remember woke, come from now, now of course work has many many dimensions but it really requires a siege mentality that you are being attacked you are being oppressed so in america for example most of the work issues are framed from a racial point of view but actually it can come in any topic it can be race it can be religion it can be climate and of course it can be uh, it can be the, the free love sexual revolution but coming back here when 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 you use that kind of 
siege, you know, that is like, oh, you are specific race, you are specific religion, that the people outside your, your sphere are trying to steal from you. I, I think that's how they, they stir. I mean, that's the way I see Green Wave. It's like they are, they are kind of appealing to the emotions, the, the victim mindset. And that allows, unfortunately, people to not examine facts and reality properly because, uh, I mean, if you really do your due diligence, past has never been, has been quite corrupted, I would say. Mm. Based on the administration of Trangano and Kelantang, it's like the two worst run states. So, so kind of remind me of uh, in America, you, you have New York, you have California, maybe California is the, the worst run state. Yep. And yet people kept voting for those who, who, who are responsible for that. And so, so today, I, I don't know if you read, if you follow the, the, the mayor news in Chicago, you know, the mayor, the ex-mayor, Lightfoot. Um. Lightfoot was, she's just a terrible work leader and she <laughs> was kicked out. She lost her election because, I mean, when you want to disband police and things like that, people are not going to put up with your bullshit for a long time. But that's the thing. I, I feel like there's that certain emotions. And you know, why are we veering towards work? Because... It kind of link, you know, they're, they're all linked together. And, and I think this is a good time for us to look at one of the, now there are many issues of reform. It's like if you want to list down the things we need to reform, it's going to be unending, okay? But one of the things I really feel, and maybe we can show this article now. <laughs> I didn't even know it's called it, okay? Efforts to review Atta Sakit Hati. <laughs> Seriously, I never heard about this until recently, okay? And you know what we're talking about? We're talking about Section 233 of the Communications and Multimedia Act. Yep. And this is probably... Now, by the way, that, that provision is actually for the misuse of infrastructure, misuse of telecommunication, but it has been used to, to investigate, charge anything and everything related to people feeling slighter, unhappy. It's like you're racially discriminating me or, or that kind of thing. So anything and everything, and including recently, remember two uh, secondary school students yep. were arrested and Bar Council today, 1st of March, 2023, issued a very strong statement condemning the police and say, yes, what they say was stupid, but they have a right to, to, to express their point of view. It's not criminal. Mm. And I think we, we come back to the whole thing about Green Wave. And, and of course, there are some people, you know, who, who have the courage, who are very upfront. You know, I think about Miriam Mokta and some people. But most people don't really want to touch this issue because of this Atta Sake Hati or whatever things. Or, or if it's more serious, it'll be Sedition Act or whatever. So... So what, what do you think of this, you, you know, freedom of expression, uh, freedom, because, we, you know, we, we kept talking about, look, welfare state, uh, we, we don't want it, we, we want a bit more, we want opportunity for, for, for business to be, government to stimulate uh, the, the businesses. Then, then, of course, it's like, if we want to take more responsibility, then, then we should have local election, for example, and all, all these kind of things are being put at the back burner. And I, I don't know, I, I feel like you, you can't say I just want to deal with bread and butter issue and put all those things because they are all related. Yep. So, so what do you think of this Atta? Okay, maybe we just focus on this one first. Atta Sakit Hati. Well, I mean, like, uh, 
based on this budget, right? Mm. We're going more towards welfare state. Mm-hmm. But the thing with welfare state, a lot of people don't realize it. It really is an open door for mm. much bigger government. Yeah. I mean, you you need to have somewhat functioning government, and yep. that requires like a big force to really just clamp down on people, and mm. that really just gives that sort of control again back to what we have experienced in, during COVID time mm. during the lockdown so are these truly what people want so I think that's the first thing that they need to ask but then going to this this Akta Sake Hati if you don't have that right to express what you think is correct mm. who's going to provide that check and balance to the government I mean if you can't freely I mean as citizens we are the one who vote for them but it, it would look like our job ends as far as voting is concerned that's it like once you have voted them in that's it so for, for five years yep. you're not allowed to speak mm. so that to me is <laughs> truly ridiculous because I mean we, we should be the most annoying voter ever yep. to call into a politician and just say hello what are you doing like mm. MP I'm not happy with this so but but with this act I think how many people are going to call in you know so I yeah. think that really is something that definitely needs review reform and especially in the age of, um, you know, everyone, you know, we're talking about social media, we're talking about technology, um, you know, with COVID, with all the online learning and things like that. Basically, every person has become like a small independent publisher, you know, and that's what we're doing also. We're able to do what we do because of all the opportunity and paradigm shift that took place during the covid so it's not so strange for us to do record, recording and do live streaming because hey, it's very normal. You have your opinion. But then our legislation... Now, of course, if interpret strictly, some lawyers even argue these sections, you're not supposed to legislate. You're not supposed to enforce opinion. You know, It's only if you truly created some sort of... Uh, ruckus or some sort of disturbance. I mean, two boys saying that the exam is crap. <laughs> it, it's like, you, you go to YouTube, you go to whatever, you, you get millions of videos of people ranting and whining. Uh, I, I mean, it's a disruption to society. And, and I, I sort of remember Prime Minister Anwar, that he didn't say it very directly, but he, he did say, look, we're not going to do this kind of thing. And I guess from my point of view, this is where... The, the reforming mindset has not been there. I, I mean, even prior to this budget, he has been quiet. Hmm. You know, he has been quiet and his 100 days is almost out. So we kind of do a pre-100 days. I don't think there's much to say actually. And, and then his first major public policy is just kind of... Now, let, let me ask you, do you think maybe they look back at 2018 and there was just this eagerness to ratify ICERT and things like that. And in fact, Hadi Awan again say, oh, it's because of that. I went to talk to Muhyiddin and then we <laughs> went to talk to Amno. We decided to bring down. Maybe some truth there, but I, I think it's mostly bullshit, okay? And I, I mean, there's more like the, the, the unhappy rebels in, in PKR being taken advantage mm. of. But, but here's the thing. If we can't even deal... If, if every time we talk, we, we had to be like, oh, tiptoeing and make sure your, your, your feelings are being taken care of, then I think as a society, we can't progress at all. No. Mm, and this is the thing that I feel Prime Minister needs to... Now, now what, some of the things that, that he has been doing to kind of balance the, the, the landscape will be to, to kind of strengthen East Malaysian 
entity. Mm. Now, now, mind you, let me remind you that, that all, all the East Malaysian politicians, they are in the same gang one and all, it, because, I mean, GPS has been with BM for a long time, but it's just that now they are taking advantage of UMNO's Weakening power. Temporary or permanent, I don't know, you know. So, but you see, every time you have a power that came down, there is a vacuum. And so, so this is, in a way, it's good. It's decentralized, decentralization. But I, I just feel like I know Ibrahim should have been bolder and just say, Let, let's just push for some. Now, not very drastic reform because, I, I mean, even you say, it, like, like we, we did some, I mean, Ismail Sabri did some great reform, like only 18. Hmm. Which, you know, it, it is far above anything Anwar has done so far. Now, of course, uh, such Sadek would say it's his credit, you know, but Sabri get it passed, you know. Yep. So, so I'm, I'm talking about this kind of thing where you have a tiny spectrum that everyone can agree, then just push for it. Hmm. And unfortunately, in the budget and the policy related to budget, I felt Anwar missed the opportunity. Hmm. Anyway, is there anything else uh, from the budget? I, I mean, we, we, we did talk a little bit about... Uh, now, now, maybe I think we, we haven't really uh, expounded this uh, enough. It is, again, going back to the handout because they are legitimate people who need that. But if we're going to say, look, handout is going to be the absolute hardcore poor, and so if we don't hand out, it means things like we're going to stop subsidy, for example. What's the alternative? And in your mind, what is the best way to navigate into this in an acceptable way? It's a question of degree, right? Yeah. I mean... Well, what would you do? I, I mean, it, it suddenly they say, okay, Lyra, we give you the decision-making power. Well, technically... The Prime Minister has absolute control over Petronas. Mm -hmm. So one major reform that might really, really help the people, I mean, I mean just the transparency, mm. but also I think the subsidy for the petrol, because obviously yep. you have T20 that are, that are really, really taking advantage of this subsidy yep. of the petrol. So maybe you could have a little bit of reduction in the subsidy but that might really cause the country to progress mm. forward because you have definitely more more money to spend yeah but what do you think of let's say we reduce the subsidy but some people have rebate you know the whole mm. rebate like singapore did that with our gst so if your household income is below certain level you are able to rebate now that's interesting the rebate is at tax level interesting so maybe that could work, you know, for yep. example, but then of course the, 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 the let, let's say the, the B40 will be like, okay, we have to pay, like, let's say petrol become five ringgit per, per, per liter and we get rebate. But in the first place, we're not even taxable. <laughs> then the rebate doesn't help us. Yeah. So I guess there has to have some sort of... Um, really it has to help them uh, yeah. or, or maybe change into cash Tangible, voucher. Yeah. But this is where the, the transparency, the execution it is very weak in Malaysia. Every time you give money to a group of people, it will just disappear. <laughs> I mean, I find it even funny when I say it. But it's true, right? You, you, you give to anything related to the GLC and it's game over. 
And by the way, you know, just for the benefit of our audience and listeners, you know that we have not seen the accounting of Petronas like forever. They just recently announced a 25 billion ringgit dividend. Yep. Because we don't have enough money. (laughs) (laughs) And and, a few months ago, remember there was this Guan KWAN trust fund. <laughs> I remember when it first came out, everyone's like, what is Guan? What is Guan? Is that a surname <laughs> yeah. or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Madam Guan. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the number of But it's like, what did we find out? At one time, Petronas was forced. To, so, I mean, as you we look at the Petroleum Development at Petronas, it's really like the private special <laughs> prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Anytime you can just... So these are the kind of thing. Now I, I know it takes time, but it just shows like, look, transparency is is lacking, and and Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim should take more action now. Indeed, I, I would say he still has have time, but running running out. Running. I, I, are you giving him more time, or are you demanding ratification immediately? I mean, well, people do deserve second chance. I mean, he's not even 100 days yet. Yeah, it's not even 100 days yet. I mean, that I mean that I'll give it to him. But still, for someone who is so eager for the position, mm. we definitely have higher expectation because that is really what we have been sold during the election time. So if you mm. would just be a little bit bolder, I think you will gain even more support. Yeah, because he, he, he is like a prime minister in waiting for so long already. And I, I mean, really, he comes across based on this budget as having not think, having not thought through what, what could be done. Now, of course, we, we, we say all oh, the mitigating factor already is a, it's a unity government. He has many, many uh, stakeholders to please and satisfy and he's looking ahead for the state election and the economic situation is very bad so, so those are the things in favor of him but he will I agree with you that he has to be a bit bolder in, in his approach yeah also. because just now you mentioned about that there is that vacuum of power mm. so if he would just really seize that opportunity mm. and seize that moment yeah he probably will go down as one of the best prime mm. minister. I mean, that that is the legacy yeah. that he would have to he fight has for that himself. Opportunity. I mean, one thing I'll say he has done well is really to 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 restore some of the balance of power to East Malaysian uh, states. Mm. I, I think that is good. I, I mean, maybe not quite enough, but for now, since like GPS, GRS are plenty, plentifully happy. You know yeah. such words. Oh, right. So I think uh, our time is up. You, you know, I, I know this is not a typical budget analysis. We are not accountants. We are not tax agents. We are not economists. But really, we come from the point of view, yeah, we, we just want the opportunity to do well. And and yeah, I, I mean, we'll see how it's implemented. And will there be any U-turn? By the way, you, you know the budget, the government can U-turn anytime. Yeah. Just guess that, just do a new practice ruling or whatever. Yeah, because, I mean, just thinking about what he said, he wants everyone to be treated equally. Mm. So is this budget that reflectional? Yeah. Oh, well. So anyway, any concluding thoughts you you have? No, hopefully... (laughs) I mean, hopefully we'll see a major reform. 
Okay, so we, we shall see. And hopefully the next time we come to talk about our Prime Minister, Anwar Ibrahim, it will be a more positive kind of analysis. Yep. All right, so that's it for now. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, hey.